the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Season Watch with Wendy Scott, where we observe the things coming on the earth through biblical binoculars, because the Bible is both timely and timeless. With her master's degree in rhetoric and writing skills, Wendy is a part-time college professor, but a full-time truth professor. She believes the Word of God is His perfect revelation, including a young earth six-day creation, as well as the global flood inundation, and that Israel is God's chosen nation. Faith alone in Jesus is salvation, the true church rapture, comes pre-tribulation, followed by Christ's millennial domination and his eternal kingdom with earth's regeneration. Jesus is coming without hesitation. And now, here's Wendy with today's topic. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me again with Season Watch. And let's just begin with prayer. Uh, Lord, I just thank you for all the work that you're doing in the world, that the spirit of truth has gone out, and the spirit of truth is traveling around the world, calling to yourself those who, in their hearts, want to know you, long to know you. Pray that, help us to be part of that. And I pray for the seeds that were planted this past weekend at the coronation, God, that you cause them to go around the world to grow and to be a mighty harvest for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, thank you again for joining me. I want to remind you that I am offering a free bumper sticker. You can get one or two if you send a self-addressed stamped envelope to the station here at uh, Wendy Scott or Season Watch to KPRZ. And the address is 9255 Town Center Drive, Suite 535, San Diego, California, 92121. And you can look at that on my website and you can get the address there as well. Or, of course, go on to the kprz.com website and get the address there. But there's no charge. Just uh, let me know. Put a little note in there. Let me know if you want one or two. And I'd love to hear from you. And uh, So uh, I just want to thank all of you who are probably watching the coronation and just remind you that I did get to go to that event this past weekend. It was really amazing for King Charles's coronation. Of course, it wasn't for him that we were going. It was really just because we had an outreach and Living Waters Ministry called as many Christians as wanted to go to join them and to pass out these special tracks. And uh, they were just amazing. It was an amazing time. And in spite of a little bit of a rain, I guess thousands went. There was one report of maybe 21,000 participated from around the world. I don't know if they were all right there in London or if they all requested those special tracks, but there were thousands of us there. I kept running into people, and I tell you, it's one heart, one spirit. I met people from different countries there as Christians passing out these tracks with the joy of the Lord in their face. And uh, my friend and I passed out 2,000 just by ourselves on that day, and I tell you, it was very exciting. And uh, I'm still processing it because I just got back a couple days ago. But pray for a great harvest. God is doing something. God's on the move. He has not stopped working in the world despite all of the crazy globalist plans that are happening. And so we want to continue to pray how we can be used in this dark time because the time is at hand. And so, friends, fasten your truth belts, as you know, as we finish discussing in the face of a coming world order, walk in the light as he is in the light. 
Now, we look at the rapid transformation of the world culture and politics, and we find an interesting set of circumstances developing with the actual coronation of King Charles. And he's been a vocal leader in the One World Action Plan for decades, and now that he's king, he's called for a special meeting of the UN's Sustainable Development Goals Committee to meet in September 18th and 19th, which is interesting. It kind of coincides with um, what we were saying is going on with the WHO changing their rules uh, about uh, international health agreement. And apparently the rules, the new rules that put the entire world underneath their authority are going to be enacted in September also. So you see this is happening, this big meeting. Uh, I guess the UN General Assembly always meets in September also. So They're locking it in, and it says that uh, the U.N. website for this meeting, and at this time says, this meeting will mark a new phase of accelerated progress toward the sustainable development goals. We should all be a little nervous about that, especially when you know what they have planned for us. So King Charles has his own page, actually, on the World Economic Forum because he's a big globalist. He's been, been promoting this for years. And in his own webpage on the World Economic Forum, he promotes 10 actions to drive the world towards sustainability goals. So he's behind it. And they're, they're not all – they don't sound that great either. You go check it out. Um, and these plans describe a framework of a global governance that will overlay every aspect of every nation, every human concerning the economy, business, private citizens to track carbon output, energy use movements and grade them based on these goals. You're going to we're going to eventually have to be controlled or punished uh, depending on how we cooperate in their goals. And their goal is to have uh, what a net zero output of carbon. Right. Uh, the trees will be sad because they like that stuff. Um, Anyway, this system necessarily requires a central law enforcement sector, both through digital control, which they're going to be able to do now, and actual an enforcement body. And they're going to need the ability to control the access, actions, and movements of violators. Anybody, if you're like not on board the sustainability, guess what? They're going to you're going to get punished. And this is why they require the digital control grid through digital IDs, digital currency, and all these things that we've been talking about. So interestingly, if you have a Samsung phone, I found out this weekend because I, I, I bought a, a throwaway phone so I could use it while I was there. And uh, if you want to know something creepy, look on your Samsung phone and you'll see the top-down changes that they want to impose. Uh, look for an app with a little color wheel icon labeled Global Goals. It's Global Goals by Samsung. And you'll see that wheel is the UN's 17 sustainability goals for Agenda 2030. So they've they've already put it on your phone. You probably didn't even ask for it. And so it's already starting. You're, you're, we're going to start being tracked based on these things. It's just crazy. So Anyway, this month alone, we see rapid developments. So as I mentioned, the WHO, the World Health Organization, their international agreement, is going to secretly lock us all into their sovereignty. And they're not going to tell us about it until they call some sort of emergency, right? And uh, and then King Charles, he was, um, you know, he's a big part of the action plan, and he's going to accelerate the action plan because he's calling for this meeting. And Charles also with the support from the Pope and Archbishop, has removed, and you probably have heard about this, removed the term defender of the faith from his own oath when he 
um, when he took his oath of office, and he switched it for defender of faiths, not just the faith. And he intentionally brought all faith of all kind under under his protection, which you might have noticed if you if you watch the the ceremony. He acknowledged all faiths; they're all going to be under his protection. Very weird thing. And he's effectively divorced the gospel from the Church of England, which he's the head of the Church of England. And so we've got some very complex things happening here. You have to understand what they mean symbolically, power structure-wise, everything. And so um, so they're getting rid. He's effectively divorcing Christianity, the gospel, from the throne, which was traditionally there for a long time. And so he's uh, kind of becoming the global leader and. Um, we don't realize it because we don't see him on the front stage, but he has been on this great global movement for global governance. And so, friends, there's a lot more to be said about the rapid acceleration of these long-standing globalist plans. Trust me, they want to get rid of Christians because Christians hold the truth. And uh, that's the only way that their agenda advances. If they subvert and put Christianity under the feet of these globalists and promote Unity. They'll call us the haters, the everything. And that's what you see it moving closer and closer and closer. And that's what he's done. And so um, I urge you to do your own research concerning Charles, his father, Philip, uh, these globalist organizations that have pushed forward their framework through plotting deceit, thievery. And just as Satan himself is the father of lies and has come to steal, kill, and destroy, you'll notice all their agenda, subtly worded, does these very same things to destroy our sovereignty, our freedom, our individuality. They even struck out (laughs) the human rights component of the International Health Agreement. They literally took it off. I mean, you could have just ignored it if you wanted to. For instance, Iran says that they have freedom of religion, and they don't. They just ignore it. So, But suffice it to say that King Charles' coronation marks an important milestone in these plans to control the world, and the rest will follow rapidly. And that's how they see it. I'm, you know, I'm not just saying this. This is what they see. Everything's locking into place for them. And so while we're lulled asleep by the media operatives or misdirecting or canceling truth, these things are happening. And it's clear that this longstanding plot has not been orchestrated by humans, right? But it's a satanic origins. The Bible prophesied all the cultural and economic conditions that will emerge to enable the Antichrist to control the world. So this is not a surprise. We just have to recognize what we are seeing, right? And there's overwhelming evidence that these things are locking into place. I was reading a very compelling book on my flight back from London called The Spirit of the Antichrist, Volume 1 by J.B. Hickson. And it was published just last year, the, um, in 2022. And I recommend this book for a terrific overview of all the converging plots and events that have led to this current rapid push for a global government with centralized control of every human and every nation. That's crazy. Um, and I, wear, I want to share some of the compelling quotes Hickson has compiled to reveal this agenda, although I've, paid, I've played a couple clips uh, of these. Most of these are new. Um, first of all, we must realize that this is a time of great deception, right? And that Satan's purpose is to confuse us, disarm us, destroy us, and enslave us. And we have to be aware of that, and we have to test all things, right? So, for instance, Mark Twain said, how easy it is to make people believe a lie and how hard it is to undo that work again. And then we see Carl Sagan. There's another quote uh, offered by Hickson. 
One of the saddest lessons of history is this. If we've been bamboozled long enough, we tend to reject any evidence of the bamboozle. We're no longer interested in finding out the truth. The bamboozle has captured us. It's simply too painful to acknowledge, even to ourselves, that we've been taken. Once you give a charlatan power over you, you almost never get it back. And that's what we're seeing, right? I mean, look at, well, I can go on. Walt Whitman uh, astutely noticed, uh, once fully enslaved, no nation, state, or city on this earth afterwards resumes its liberty. I would add, no human can resume its liberty without Christ. So um, Lenin said, a lie told often enough becomes a truth. And then Voltaire said, those who can make you believe absurdities can make you do atrocities, and history bears that out. We must have great discernment for the things that we're being told to believe and the things we're told not to say or explore or to trust in. And uh, he also said, to learn who rules over you, simply find out what you are not allowed to criticize. And you will find that's true. I certainly find that true today. You can tell what <laughs> who's in charge of you based on what censorship goes on. And so Satan hates the truth, and so do those who follow him and do his bidding. They will do anything to shut up the truth and to keep from even hearing it themselves. I found this out when I went up to Sacramento and tried to protest AB 2023 uh, concerning the killing of born babies, and they refused to listen. They were like insane. It was just crazy. Um, and so this is why the top glo- globalists are actually Satanists. This is what Hickson contends, and uh, there's a lot of evidence for this. And, of course, it makes sense because there is a God and there is a Satan, and Satan's trying to rule the world. He would, of course, get people to work for him. So they themselves admit to being Luciferian uh, conspiracy. And just as discussed a few episodes ago, Marx was a Satanist, and communism is the general form of how Satan enslaves people. So it'll be a top-down control grid, probably through a, I mean, through a technocracy, but still top-down control grid, and formed by gathering and diverting the wealth of all the nations into the highest generational tier of adherence, those who follow him. And Satan, of course, rewards those who are loyal to him, right? who have been under Satan's tutoring for centuries. So listen to what noted community organizer Saul Alinsky said as he dedicated his first book, Rules for Radicals, to Lucifer himself. Lest we forget at least over the shoulder and over the shoulder acknowledgement to the very first radical from all our legends, mythology, and history. And who is to know where mythology leaves off and history begins? Let's not forget the first radical known to man who rebelled against the establishment and did it so effectively that he won his own kingdom, Lucifer. There you go. So that's who Saul Alinsky is following, and all of our modern um, uh, globalists are following Saul Alinsky's advice on how to um, overturn everything. <laughs> so <clears throat> according to Hickson, Alinsky, and other Luciferians believe that Satan is an angel of light and fell because he was standing up to God to save Adam and Eve from his tyranny. And so they believe that they're on the right side. So uh, their tenet is order out of chaos. And Alinsky wrote also in his book, uh, quote, the first step in community organization is community disorganization, end quote. 
which is to divide the people against each other. They believe that a devastating world crisis is the best mechanism for creating this disorder, tear down national, cultural, and individual sovereignty and norms in order to bring about global radical transformation and usher in the new world order. Of course, we saw as Klaus Schwab himself wrote an entire book saying COVID-19 is the Great Reset. That's how they put it all into place. And we've had some of those quotes um, played before. So Satan elicits uh, his followers to, and rewards them to, to, help by, to help destroy and gain control of humanity, whether they realize it or not. Um, Upton Sinclair, known for exposing corruption, wrote, It is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on him not knowing it. And isn't that the case? And I think we can agree we've seen a lot of things lately, very strange things lately, that reveal that um, people just want their paychecks and they're going to shut up and plug their ears and close their eyes um, to get them. And uh, and that's apparently how Satan works, right? So it's, it's certainly a fear driver. It's also a corruption driver. And it's, uh, it's very subtle at times. And this is exactly how Satan's structure of control works. Satan's at the top. His demons or fa- other fallen angels do his bidding. They go out. They help him organize and carry out the work. And then there's the top-level human agents who worship Satan for their own benefit, right? They worshiped in ancient times. You don't think that they still worship doctrines of demons and devils? Um, And then just below them are the lower-level human agents who benefit from promoting these things, from going along. Whether or not they know they're they're, they're following Satan, they benefit by um, supporting and enacting and and putting into place these things. And so Satan uses this army to enact his plan distract or destroy opposition, and shut down freedom and truth. Uh, Many have noted the deeply entrenched operations of those set upon this global control. Those who really want to do this, um, they've been working on it for a long time. Even Teddy Roosevelt once said, quote, behind the ostensible government sits enthroned an invisible government owning no allegiance and acknowledging no responsibility to the people. And I think we can see a lot of that happening. Um, Benjamin Disraeli, who was a first, uh, who served two terms as a British prime minister in the 1800s, said that, quote, the world is governed by very different people to what is imagined by those who are not themselves behind the scenes. Um, and then he said, governments of the present day have to deal not merely with other governments, with emperors, kings, and ministers but also with secret societies which have everywhere their unscrupulous agents and can at the last moment upset all the government's plans. And so um, there's this noted behind-the-scenes unsaid power that's been persistent all these years, um, and it's, it's Satan and his minions. And, so, and then there's the, even the people who are in on it, who are part of this, who are promoting it, even they uh, describe it nearly all-powerful, Oz-like, silent rule over all affairs. Uh, Bill Clinton once said, there is a government inside the government, and I do not control it. Interesting. Um, Edward Bernays was a noted and highly influential propagandist at the upper echelons of power, and so he once said, the conscious and intellectual manipulation of organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government 
which is the true ruling power of our country. And so he was in on it, um, and he was one of the major propagandists, and he was famous. I think Time magazine said he was one of the top ten most influential people. He also credited all significant elements of society as being manipulated by effective propaganda, which invisibly controls the levers of power, claiming, for example, quote, a presidential candidate may be drafted, quote, in response to overwhelming popular demand, quote, but it is well known to those who are part of the conspiracy that his name was first decided upon by half a dozen men sitting around a table in a hotel room. And so this reveals this idea that, yes, you can choose between one person and another person, but those choices were delivered to you by higher powers, deeper powers with uh, far more reach. And so we see that on many levels. Uh, One man who tried to expose this deep plot, led largely by the Rockefellers, later died under mysterious circumstances. His plane was shot down. That's crazy. And uh, he said it's Larry uh, McDonald, who was a congressman, and he said in, uh, I think, uh, in the 80s, that the drive of the Rockefellers and their allies is to create a one-world government combining supercapitalism and communism under the same tent, all under their control. Do I mean a conspiracy? Yes, I do. I'm convinced there is such a plot, international in scope, generations old in planning, and incredibly evil in intent. And then later, shortly after that, he died. Um, But David Rockefeller himself plainly exposed the plot in his memoirs, and he said, Some people believe that we are part of a secret cabal working against the best interests of the United States, characterizing my family and me as internationalists and of conspiring with others around the world to build a more integrated global and political economic structure. One world, if you will. If that's the charge, I stand guilty, and I'm proud of it. So there you go. Winston Churchill also had such plans and declared, and most people think he's, you know, he's for freedom, but this is what he declared. The creation of an authoritative world order is the ultimate aim toward which we must strive. So we've got a lot. George W.H. Bush was in on it. They all promoted the one world government. And these are the, once it's, once they get in, they're in, and they're if they're part of it, then they get to benefit, right? Just like uh, the top of communism always is rich, well off, and uh, but they they do eat their own. So um, Henry Kissinger is very well known. I don't know why we listen to him so much. He was very plain about his desire to destroy uh, America as we know it and subvert it to a one world government. It's just astonishing the things that he said, and yet we gave him such credence. Uh, or still give him credence. Henry Kissinger um, once suggested that the one thing every man fears is the unknown. When presented with the unknown, individual rights will be willingly relinquished for the guarantee of well-being granted to them by the world government. And so we see that he, they all have a plan on how to do it. Another way they're going to do it is through education. Uh, Dr. Shirley McCune, you, uh, an official formerly with the U.S. Department, said that 
what we're into is the total transformation of society. We no longer see the teaching of facts and information as a primary purpose of education. And then John Dunphy said in Humanist Magazine, quote, the battle for humankind's future must be waged and won in the public classroom by teachers who correctly perceive their role as the proselytes of a new faith, a religion of humanity that will replace the rotting corpse of Christianity. Um, And then we have Brzezinski, a noted political insider and founder of the Globalist Trilateral Commission. He prophesied in 1970, soon it will be possible to assert almost continuous surveillance over every citizen and maintain up-to-date complete files containing even the most personal information about citizens. That was in 1970. And then he claimed shortly the public will be unable to reason or think for themselves. They will only be able to parrot the information they have been given on the previous night's news. And he uh, he described how this process of propaganda will make uh, people um, highly controlled. Um, later, just before he died, he remarked, today it's infinitely easier to kill one million people than to control one million people. So I think we have a lot of that going on, too. And then um, we know that Carol Quigley, um, who was a Clinton mentor and insider from the Council of Foreign Relations, said that to create a world system of financial control in private hands, able to dominate the political system of each country and economy of the world as a whole is the first goal. And so we, uh, we see these plans are longstanding, but while Satan is busy locking in the nations into his global control, God is busy sending his faithful servants to go find the lost sheep that have been shut out by the lies of this world. God is still saving people, and that's what matters to him. And so and God calls all of us to sign up in his royal rescue team, And there's millions out there that still need rescuing. They just need to hear the simple gospel, right? Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And Paul warned in Romans 10, how can they call in him of who they've not believed? And how can they believe if they have not heard? And so, friends, we must get out there. We must be the light in the darkness. We will draw those to us who are called to the light who will trust in Jesus, but they won't know unless we speak. And we must recognize this time. The time is short. It's happening very rapidly. Be that light. Be the light of the world for them so they can come to you. And uh, we're going to start talking about how to do that. And until next time, my friends, God bless you all. Join Wendy Scott every Saturday at 3 p.m. on K-Praise for another episode of Season Watch. Previous episodes can be found through the K-Praise podcast platform, where you can also access Wendy's other platforms and contact links. Please email Wendy with show comments, questions, or suggestions at wscott at mywordsforhim.com or visit her website at mywordsforhim.com for additional resources. Watch other teachings on her Rumble channel. Wendy's Words for Him, her fiction novel, The Lost, A Story of Christmas, can be found on Amazon. Until next week, watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.